I'm a part-time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 176 this week, featuring my guests, Neurofarm. They are a dark wave goth band based out of Washington, D.C., and they say they draw their influences from the likes of Radiohead, Joy Division, Nine Inch Nails, Chelsea Wolf, and many more. Um, in this interview, I spoke with Brian and Rebecca, respectively. Uh, they are both vocalists and uh, songwriters in the band. Uh, one plays guitar, the other plays violin. Uh, they also happen to both be neuroscientists, so we uh, talk pretty extensively about their field of study as well as their music. Um, I featured two of their latest songs. Uh, the most recent is called New Dawn Fades, which is a cover of Joy Division. And then the other is called Midnight Massacre. Uh, if you like them, you definitely check them out uh, wherever you stream music. Um, as always, wherever you may be listening from, thanks for doing so. And thanks for supporting local music. We all definitely appreciate it. And uh, hopefully getting ready for a new year, uh, whether you got resolutions or not. Um, I got some personal news and notes. I got a couple gigs this weekend. I'll be acoustic at Jimmy Seafood in Baltimore, probably like 7 to 10, something like that. Then uh, headed out west Saturday to Hagerstown to play uh, Thick and Thin Brewing, and I believe it'll probably be a duo, but either way, mostly acoustic uh, for those gigs, and I'll be posting about that on the Hollow Truths page. But uh, yeah, other than that, before we get to the conversation, I just got to mention the last three things. Uh, part-time Rockstar Productions is going if you need any video content. Then uh, we also got the merch store up on Shopify. And then the sponsor of this show is Truly Strings Guitar Shop out of the DMV. Steven is the luthier who runs it and uh, does a killer job fixing up all my guitars. So uh, you can check him out on Instagram. But uh, without any further rambling, we will get to the conversation with Brian and Rebecca. The song that you're about to hear is called Midnight Massacre. Fine. Sweet. You got a fancy, uh, fancy phone there, don't you? Oh, it's computer. Yeah, it's okay. our um, work computer with a webcam. Nice. I thought it was just like cinematic mode or something where you like blur out <laughs> the background or whatever, but that's kind of handy for work calls. So I can yeah, see it's why. Yeah, kind of closet room, so you kind of see the coats hanging, so yeah. I don't want you to see all our yeah. stuff. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't see shit, so you're good. Uh, I, I just see, I mean, I see your faces, but I don't see anything else, so you're good to go. Cool. But, um, yeah. Your dog? 
I can't even see the dog. As soon as you step out, like a millimeter from the camera, is gone. There's the dog. Uh, oh, oh, sweet. Oh, there we awesome. Go. Perfect. I will uh, grab a screenshot of that for the uh, <laughs> for the internet. This is just an audio podcast. I don't run video. You probably tell by looking at me that I'm not really in uh, whatever mode you want to call it. But um, well, we're clearly not either. Yeah, yeah. it's a hoodie day. <laughs> yeah, I'm not really ready for my audition. You know, for the yeah. uh, TV show or whatever. But uh, yeah, you are Brian and Rebecca. Is that another right? Cool. Yeah, yep. And the band is called the Neuro Farm. Mm-hmm. Correct. All right, sweet. As long as I got that straight. Um, but yeah, I'm Brett. Um, I started this like I don't know, a couple years ago, I guess now, just to kind of help out my band, my friends' bands, whoever's bands. At this point, it's like anybody who emails me. So. Uh, what's your band? Um, I call it the Hollow Truths. Oh. We've been like playing that. around. We've been playing around Baltimore for like the last five or six years or something like that so you know trying to get our music out there but trying to get everybody's you know because uh what's the phrase all boats rise in a rising tide or something dumb like that (laughs) yeah what kind of music do you play um i guess alt rock 90s rock i i don't know everybody says it sounds 90s so it's like modern 90s maybe if that makes sense yeah yeah that's a good period for music. Yeah, one of my favorites. Yeah, it's certainly not intentional on my part. I just have a very baritone voice and grew up listening to 90s melodies, I think, and 90s songs. So yeah. when I try to write, that's what happens, apparently. Yep. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you guys have an interesting sound as well. Um, my first oh. thought was uh, Skyfall. I don't know if you remember that James Bond movie, but... oh. Yeah, um, it's uh, Adele's song "Skyfall." Actually, huh. this, the song "Vampire" seemed like it was gonna go on the traje- trajectory of that melody, and oh. then it, it takes a different turn, which is good. But I was like, eh, "Interesting." Kind of oh. assumed maybe you were a fan of Adele or something, but I have no oh, idea. Oh, actually, no. But um, great minds think alike, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, and you guys are sort of a bi-vocal band, like you both sing, sounds like, yeah. obviously. Yeah. And then um, the obvious other question is, I guess you guys are a couple, or no? Yep. We are a couple. We actually started the band first, and then we got together, because uh, we started yeah. the band. <laughs> we got married. Yeah. Yep. Right on. Well, uh, congrats on that. I don't know how recent that was, but... That was you know. Ten years ago. Uh, all right, yeah. So you guys have... <laughs> All right, it's a good place to start then. So, so if you got married 10 years ago, then the band's even older than that. So interestingly... Or was um, a different band? Uh, same name, but when we started the band, it was just the two of us, and it was mostly a name we called ourselves as we jammed together. Yeah, but right. in 2017, we recruited a drummer and actually started recording stuff for real. So I would say, you know, in its current um, formation, the Neural Farm started in 2017. Yeah, it was really just an occasional hobby at first and then became something in, yeah, 2017. Yeah. Right on. 
still yeah. probably kind of a hobby, but maybe slightly more serious. Or I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we like play shows in front of audiences, yeah. which is more than we did for the first, you know, seven years or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And we have international fans now, which is kind mm, of interesting, which is something we didn't have before. Huh. Hell yeah. You guys like, uh, you can obviously see that from like your artist page on Spotify and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, right. That and um, also international radio DJs would tag us on Facebook when they play our stuff. Oh. And we know. That's cool. Yeah. So it's a real living person that's like listened before, not just a bot. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's that's pretty yeah. wild. You don't always get that. So that's cool. It is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was checking out the music video for Vampire. It looked like it came out uh, somewhat recently. That was a a cool concept and a cool video. I don't know who oh. uh, d- designed oh. that one, or if you guys wrote it together, or uh, how that worked out. We kind of just winged it. Um, but mm-hmm. Our videographer is this guy, Taylor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, name? I don't know how to pronounce it. There are yeah. a lot of consonants. Does he have like a, a name for his, um, whatever you want to call it, production company? Or... Just his own name. Yeah, yeah. Taylor something Productions. Yeah. That's cool. But uh, yeah, well, I guess we found the extras, you know, those three. Uh, extras we have in the video and kind of had the concept to do a dinner party with them but otherwise it was kind of taylor picking the shots and figuring out how to to make it look right and actually those three extras really helped a lot in terms of you know bringing decoration and making the set and stuff like that so yeah we actually had surprisingly little role in that Mm -hmm. in some ways yeah well, it came out pretty good for just uh, for winging it. I know uh, sometimes it's a a little of both when you do a video. You either mm-hmm. wing stuff or you try to script it out beforehand. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I don't know if there is a preferred way to do it for you guys or whatever, but uh, it yeah, worked out nonetheless. Have, yeah, we have a new one that should be coming out on New Year's, and that one's more scripted. Gotcha. Uh, Check on yeah, so that one's called Midnight Massacre. We actually had our mm. friends play dead with bite marks and fake blood. Right and That's yeah, cool. super dramatic. Yeah, I, I killed uh, some of my friends on Halloween one time in a music video. It was really fun. I was nice. like the monster. They were doing like a Michael Jackson cover or something. Fun. So, if you can't tell, I like music videos. They're really fun to be a part of in whatever fashion, whether you're doing the camera or whether you're doing the, the script or the song or anything. Mm-hmm. Do you do music videos? Yeah, I've recently gotten into it. Um, prior, over the last like five years or so, my uh, my friend Luke Roberts, otherwise known as like LJR Creative, I just got to give him a random, you know, shout out. But um, he taught me a lot and he still does a lot of videos. So I basically just trying to do it more on my own lately. Um, I don't know. It's it's definitely been uh, fun to learn. Cool. Um, but yeah, back to 
back to the music. I was also listening to the uh, to the new single, uh, Midnight Massacre, and uh, the other one that you guys sent, uh, the new Dawn Fades. Oh right, yeah. Um, usually, I do feature like at least two songs uh, per episode, so that works out great. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, if you want any others, we got plenty of others, but yeah. Well, it's really up to you. I uh, can always change it up. Um, usually, I like to get the uh, the backstory behind the songs, whether it was like something lyrically that inspired them, or uh, not. Just I don't know a tidbit sort of behind the music on them. So if you want to fire away on either of those, uh, you certainly have the floor. Okay. So are we recording now? Oh yeah. Sorry if I didn't say that before. I... <laughs> um, we can cut out any part of it that you uh, didn't want or didn't like. Oh, so. I just not Taylor something productions. Cause I oh, should really right. learn his last yeah, name. That would be a good yeah. Idea. Okay, cool. I'll find them. I'll, I'll tag them when this comes out. Cool. Yeah, I just don't want him to be sad because we've never learned how to pronounce his well, last Yeah. Well, maybe he'll come up with like an easier moniker to remember so people can find him. I don't know. Taylor Smoothies. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, yeah. The, the New Dawn Fade song was, uh, it's a cover. I don't know if you know the original song. It's a Joy Division song. Yeah, um, I noticed on YouTube it was listed that way, although I'm not a, a big into Joy Division, so I don't okay. necessarily recognize it, but yeah, I got you. Cool, yeah, I guess we started playing that just because I really got into their music kind of when we took a turn towards the more gothier aspect of yeah. Of, uh, image and um yeah it's, it's just such a cool song with i mean really really powerful lyrics um it's it's hard not to get emotional for me uh singing it and yeah. his violin part so cool that yeah it just kind of took off and it became a staple of our live sets for like a couple of years before we finally actually you know recorded it properly and um and yeah, give it a release. That's what's up. Are you the uh, more emotional one in the uh, relationship or in the band? Not really. No. I think, I think <laughs> our drummer Colin maybe, but yeah. he's not here. Tim can be, I guess. Yeah. So see, we're scientists. Yeah. So okay. we we're more stoic. <laughs> Makes sense. What's your field? If you don't mind me asking. Neuroscience. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Neuroscience. I was going to ask about that, too. I figured it was just something to take on, like, the Matrix or something. But, but yeah. Neuroscientists. Both of you? Or, yeah, know. that's how we met, actually. We met um, in grad school for neuroscience. Right on. Well, that's some fun stuff. It was fun, <laughs> yeah. though talk about neurons and synapses and all that cool sure. stuff you guys find any recent breakthroughs solving alzheimer's yet anything like that <laughs> so speaking of alzheimer's there's actually this new um well it's pioneered by a group from mit so they basically discovered in animal models that if you induce gamma oscillation in the mm -hmm. brain both by administering visual and auditory cues so it could just be this acoustic tone 
delivered at 40 hertz that will induce gamma oscillation in the brain that activates microglia and that has been shown to clear plaques in animal models. So now they just finished um, phase one of the clinical trials in people. And so far it's been shown to be safe. So they're moving on to phase two now. So that one I'm really excited about because it will be the first therapy to actually no, this is too nerdy for a music podcast, but it, it will be the first um, therapy to actually reverse some of the pathologies instead of just dealing with symptoms. Yeah. No, yeah, I don't think it's... Oh, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's also cool because it's not a drug, you know, it, it's just a stimulus, so like a flickering light or, you know, yeah. pulsing. You know, it's, it's really neat. If, if that'll work, it's really cool. Yeah, no, nothing is too nerdy for this podcast. I mean, having a music podcast in and of itself is kind of nerdy, I think. So, um, and I don't want to discredit any of the listeners who might be smarter than me. So, you know, it's fine. Um, But for the layman's terms, when you say like um, gamma oscillation, is that like radio waves or something? The only analogous thing I can think of is when they blast out kidney stones with sound waves and i forgot the name of that therapy oh i didn't know that that's interesting you can like pick your song like you can get slayer or like you know (laughs) something pumped through and then like yeah they blast them out wow i just learned something new today that's that's interesting i wish i could i wish i could remember what it's called but maybe it's something similar to some kind of oscillation so i don't i don't know how that works yeah Oscillations are just when a whole bunch of neurons fire at the same frequency together and kind okay. of phase off. So a big population is firing at 40 hertz in this case. And if you put like a little electrode outside your skull, you can see in the wow. you know, voltage trace that it's. You know, and al- Alzheimer's is like plaque based, right? Is that uh, also yeah. kind of the simple way of saying it? They're plaques and they're tangles. Okay. Um, so that's actually what I used to work on. I used to work on um, Alzheimer's and Parkinson's for my PhD. Um, okay, so they're amyloid beta plaques and they're tau tangles. Now the field can't agree on whether these are just you know side effects of the process that in order to clear toxic compounds, or these are truly pathogenic. So there's this um, gain of toxic function or loss of normal function debate in the field. So, and then, you know, like just um, getting rid of the plaques could be bad because if that's the brain's mechanism to collect all the toxic oligomers and sequestering them into this little plaque so that it can't go and disrupt normal neuronal functions, if you disrupt that, that all these toxic oligomers can then go toxic elsewhere, you know, so that may be bad. So anyways, you know, uh, so essentially this disease pathologically is defined by the presence of a beta plaques and tau tangles and postmortem brain. So that's the Mm -hmm. pathological definition, but whether these are the pathogenic origins or just side effects, that's, that remains to be seen. It's interesting. Learn something yeah. every day. I guess my just like immediate instinct from being like a, a paramedic and dealing with clots and oh, stuff. Oh, is that cool. what you do? Um, yeah. Oh, so you know so, synapses that way because not everyone yeah. knows that. Yeah, I got a little bit of medical training on me for sure. Um, cool. Definitely 
definitely try to learn stuff from uh, smarter people like yourself. But um, yeah. I know that, like, um, in general, if you knock plaque away from anywhere in an artery, or if it gets mm-hmm. to an artery, obviously you're talking about a stroke. So that's where I would be, like, questioning the next thought on that therapy. And after that, we can go back to the music. But I'm just, like, I'm kind of <laughs> curious. If you oscillate a plaque out of your brain and it gets into your bloodstream, has that been tested on, like, mice yet to see if they stroke out? So the brain actually exists outside the blood vessels. So even okay. if a blood vessel is in the brain, it's um, what's within the blood vessels is still considered outside of the blood-brain barrier, right? Gotcha. So there's that barrier, and the plaques and the tangles are in the brain outside okay. of the blood vessels. Um, so the, what's unique about the gamma oscillation therapy is that it doesn't disrupt the plaques on their own. They activate microglia, and microglia will gobble up the plaques. So it's this gradual disposal yeah. process. You know about apoptosis versus ne- necrosis, right? Uh, one explodes and one sort of right, yeah, just exactly. decays. Right? Yeah, so apoptosis is the shrinkage of the whole entity, and that's a safer way to dispose of something. Hmm. Right, yeah, so sense. that's a better form. That's not quite accurate, but <laughs> the lamest term apoptosis is better than necrosis. Well, it's kind of a controlled death. Instead it's of- fine. This podcast is not going to be fact-checked later. You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> All our government employees, (laughs) so we better be accurate in case anyone that knows us in the professional context listens to this. Um, Anyway, so if uh, gamma oscillation induces phagocytosis by microglia, that would be a controlled way to get rid of the plaque. So it would be, um, so it would not send them elsewhere in the body. Nice. Believe it or not, I did understand that. I took I took A and P like eight times, I think, in my uh, career because I, um, for whatever reason, did not pass on the first go. So, in a way, it like beat it so badly into my brain that it's kind of hard to forget. But it's nice, uh, you know, bringing up some big big terms. I haven't heard of phagocytosis in uh, quite a while, so that's fun. Um. But yeah, I figure you know, going back to the music. I mean, you guys are obviously pretty heady into it, you know. <laughs> so, who are like your your influences? Like, out, you know, what kind of inspired you to maybe have the sound that you do, or, or uh, anything like that? Definitely Radiohead, yeah, and then yeah, Rammstein, yeah. Chelsea Wolf, and a little bit of Sigaraz. So we're actually writing our new album right now. And there's cool. one song where y'all see, um, y'all probably hear Rammstein there. And then there's another song that's kind of our tribute to Chelsea Wolf. Right on. Yeah, we're hoping to record a demo of that one this weekend, actually. Yeah. yeah. Who writes um, most of the lyrics if there is one person who writes yeah. the majority? In general, we write what we sing, so the parts she sings, she writes, and vice versa. Um, yeah. With some exceptions, but in general. So it's fairly split. Yeah, I mean, I, I tried to go through the catalog as much as I could. It seemed like maybe sometimes, you know, you, uh, Brian, are more so singing a song, and then sometimes Rebecca. It might mm-hmm. be a chorus or a verse, and I don't know, like, how you guys work that out, if it's like... 
you know what, this is my lyric, I want to sing it. Or if you go think about it more like, well, your voice sounds better on a certain thing. I mean, I'd, I'd be curious to know how you guys kind of work that out. For me in general, I think it's if the, the music feels like it'll fit one voice better than the other. Mm. Uh, so in general, I, I target it that way. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh-huh. And you have yeah. a... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, um, usually the sound, a songwriting process is like um, Brian comes up with a chord progression and then I try to fill it with lyrics or he does it and then if he writes the lyrics, he tends to write the vocal melodies to fit his singing style oh, so yeah. then it becomes a song that he sings and vice versa. But we've definitely had songs where, um, you know, like Brian would write the lyrics and then ask me to sing it. So it yeah. depends, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Mortal went the other way around. Right, you wrote those lyrics, but mm-hmm. I ended up singing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys have a preferred instrument that you're on that you like to write on or just play live? I mean, live, it's always the same arrangement. I'm on guitar, she's on violin. Oh, as cool. far as writing goes, I guess guitar most frequently, but sometimes it's uh, a keyboard or, or sometimes often MIDI, actually. I'll, I'll do stuff on my computer with MIDI. Yeah, I saw you guys play Zen West recently. Um, oh, you did? I, at least it's on YouTube. I wasn't necessarily there, but uh, oh. <laughs> um, I, I've played there a number of times myself for sure. That's cool. It's a cool place. Cool. Yeah. Do you guys use a lot of like MIDI stuff in the show, or we um, do now? Because when Tim, our synth player, joined the band, before that we didn't do much of that stuff, I guess, but when he joined the band, we started incorporating backing tracks. Um, and he'll, I think some of the synth may be programmed and some of it he plays live. I'm actually not entirely sure on that one. Yeah. But uh, it's something <clears throat> we've incorporated a lot more in the last, how long has it been? Two years? Since COVID, anyways. Time's a blur since COVID, yeah. Yeah. Have you both been playing instruments your whole life like violin and guitar or did you pick it up later in life yeah i picked it up when i was 19 i started playing guitar before that i didn't play anything gotcha yeah i i've just always liked playing instruments i had a little toy piano when i Hmm. I was four and i guess i got my first violin when i was how old nine nine or ten something like that and yeah. then I've just been trying to play every instrument. It sounds like an inspirational autobiography, but I, I just really <laughs> like musical instruments. I also have a cello now, and I have like probably 10 string instruments lying yeah. around. I also play the piano, sort of. Yeah, so. Well, anecdotally speaking, I think that they say, you know, it's the best way to fend off Alzheimer's is learn new stuff, especially new instruments. That's so. right. <laughs> You might be on the right track there. Just throw a <laughs> few crossword puzzles and you're good to go. <laughs> we won't need the oscillation therapy later. Yeah. <laughs> Where else that? Maybe just put your head next to a guitar amp. That's enough <laughs> oscillation <laughs> therapy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, we, I did consider coming up with a song that incorporates the 40 hertz um, oscillation. 
so that once they finish the efficacy part of the clinical trial, if it does uh, prove to be efficacious in humans, then we can release that sound and have it be uh, a sound that may help you. Yeah, I mean, not to be, like, too hippy-dippy or woo-woo, but, like, I guess they say in metaphysics, there's, like, a hertz that, you know, resonates at, like, the spectrum of love, whatever you want to call it. And so, like, you know, back in the back in the Woodstock days and all that, they would actually, like, try to tap into that and find those frequencies for the crowd. And not only that, but in uh, recording records, too. But I think it's become, like, a bit of a, a lost art. It's a little antiquated now. But something I heard, I don't really know shit about mastering and all that, but, you know, just mm-hmm. something. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you guys can be the ones to, to bring it back, you know. Yeah. yeah. Especially if there's clinical trial data to back it up. <laughs> there you true. go. Mm-hmm. It can be, you know, hard science instead of uh, the old pseudoscience. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Uh yeah, do you guys have any shows uh, coming up that uh, you should bring up or mention or promote? Yeah, we have one um, on... So, backstory. In 2022, we played way too many shows. We, I lost track. So, in That's 2023, cool. thanks. our goal is to not play so many local shows because we're going on tour in July. Um, okay. And we have to finish our album. So... Um, so that's why we're going to have a sparse show schedule. Um, with that being said, um, on January 21st, we have one to help Tacoma Radio raise money. So it's a show organized by them. Um, and then on April, April is something, we have one at Runaway in DC. Um, and then in July, we'll be at the uh, Louisville, Kentucky uh, Arcane Radio Dark Castle Festival. It's a long-ass name. <laughs> yeah, it's very long. It's very descriptive and comprehensive. Because <laughs> the festival is Dark Castle Festival, and the but it's organized by Radio Arcane. Right on. So you mentioned radio stations before being kind of uh, friendly so far to the band. Is that like how you're organizing, I guess, these dates now? It sounds like. Um, are, are radio stations hitting you up or are you finding them? Like, how does that work? Yeah, that's interesting. It does seem that way, huh? Um, yeah. So Tacoma Radio, the radio DJ and station manager were at one of the shows we played and we just really hit it off and they've been you know really good friends and supporters of us and um radio arcane they found us they they heard us of us from a another dj that's pretty well known in the goth scene um so that's how they know us and yeah somehow people discover us hey they don't ask how they just ask you know how many or whatever so yeah i was just gen, just kind of curious i was like i don't know we do have a band manager that's been really helpful so shout out to william zimmerman he's um he's our band manager and he he also knows a ton of people so 
we've definitely been on various radios because of him. Yeah. Yeah, and he's helping us with this tour too. So yeah. Yeah, were you guys like both goth kids back in the day, or did one of you get dragged into it by by the other, or is it just something that just kind of happened later in life? I'm also curious about that. So, I'm personally only a stage goth. See, great. Yeah, she said before goth happened to us, kind of, because we used to be more of an alt rock band but the crowd tended to be or the friendliest crowds to us tended to be the more goth crowds so we just kind of drifted in that direction because it was fun and you know it's always fun to play to a receptive crowd and and i like the whole scene it's really cool Mm -hmm. the whole sound the aesthetic the fashion all that stuff i think it's cool yeah i think you might be the first goth band i've talked to on here which is kind of crazy i figure out probably would have come across somebody prior to this but i don't know are there there's some other bands in the area that you guys tend to play with or um are you kind of a lone wolf um his last name is wolf yeah that's true it is oh fair enough <laughs> a little synchronicity there it's always good <laughs> yeah so our synth player, Tim, has actually always been in the goth scene. He has another band, 51 Peg. We've played with them a bunch of times. And our good friend Rob has 11 Grams, and I'm part of that band, too. That's okay. a great band. And, um, and Red the Sever, oh, they yeah. were kind of how we found the scene, right? You invited Red the Sever to mm-hmm. the show we were doing. They've been in the, the D.C goth scene forever so um oh. it was yeah that's yeah they're great people and yeah we've played several shows with them mm-hmm. that's cool mm-hmm. uh one thing I, I figured i'd bring up to skip over to another subject is uh your merch store on uh, line looks pretty healthy on Bandcamp. so i figured i'd help you guys bring that up maybe help promote oh, sure. it just a little bit Oh, thanks. Um, yeah, that's uh, kudos to our record label, Big Curve Music, based in Baltimore. Um, yeah, right on. Tim, our synth player, does all the merch for us, and he's wonderful. Yeah, he did the designs, like the t-shirt mm-hmm. designs, and basically all the designs, and I think they're fantastic. So, yeah. Yeah, they're, it's cool-looking stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not too expensive. You know, 15 bucks for the people who might be listening. Uh, <laughs> I might be, in, I might be interested in swapping a shirt. I do some for the pod, so let me know. Well, uh, Maybe yeah. I can send something your way. I like the the little blue tree neuro farm shirt in particular, oh, cool. but cool. you know, it is neither here nor there. Um, was there anything else that you kind of wanted to bring up, mention, promote, or just like general shout outs? Well, definitely need to give a shout out to our two other band members that are not here. Tim, our synth player, I think he made our band so much better. And then also Colin, our drummer. Um, our band really only started after he joined the band. Um, and also our record label. So that's our synth player. And do you know Jeff Bradford from American Jet Set? No, are they from around here? Yeah, they're both from Baltimore. Um, yeah. So the label, 
the label was started by the two of them. And so, yeah, shout out to the two of them and our manager, William Zimmerman. He does a lot of stuff for us in the background. I don't even know what he does, but <laughs> I'm just thankful that he's doing stuff. <laughs> That's cool. Well, um, yeah, usually I kind of wind these things down after around 30 minutes, but um, I definitely appreciate your time and, uh, you know, talking a little uh, neuroscience there and meeting the dog and the whole nine. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, thanks for inviting um, us to do this. It's been cool. Yeah, thanks for yeah. doing this for, yeah. for everybody. I'm sure we'll appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. No skin off my back, you know. We're all trying to help out in our own little ways so um i guess just to reiterate or confirm i'll put midnight massacre and uh new dawn fades on here yep cool cool all right then uh yeah this will probably be out maybe before new year's or maybe in the new year sometime right around there so cool excellent hopefully you guys have some good holidays and uh get everything you want for Christmas or whatever. So, <laughs> all right, cool. Hopefully, uh, we'll be in touch. Maybe I'll make it out to a show one day. Yeah, oh, and I'll check out your band. What is it called again? I'm so sorry. I'll text I'll you. It, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's called The Hollow Truths. Hollow Truths. Okay, cool. Yep. And then, uh, last thing I should probably mention too is I try to do little festivals for this podcast. Nothing too crazy, but try to get like 10, 15 bands on a bill. Um, The next one's at Fishhead. You guys might be a good addition to that if you're in town or around. Because, like I said, I don't have a a lot of goth connections, per se. (laughs) So, I try to make it as centric as possible. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I guess rock-centered, sort of, but whoever. You know what I mean? I feel like last year, the biggest hit was a bluegrass band so huh. I, I try to keep keep my options open so i can try to give you more details about that too sure when do you think that'll be i believe that's june 3rd at uh, Fishhead cantina over in arbutus right. or hellthorpe or wherever oh okay cool awesome so, yeah so hopefully uh, we'll be in touch i'll send you a little invite to like my group on facebook if you're on there Yep. Cool. Thank Sounds you. Good, yeah. All right, guys. Have a good rest of your uh, evening. And, you too. Uh, you too. Happy holidays, friend. Yep. See you. <laughs> Bye. So yeah, thanks to Brian and Rebecca for coming on the show, and thanks to you for listening. If you made it this far, the song that you're hearing in the background is called "New Dawn Fades" by Neurofarm. Definitely go check it out on Spotify or wherever you stream stuff. See you next time.
Different colors, different 